Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast of Ed Rivera. Thank you, thank you. We are going to have a very, very amazing day today because we're going to talk about something that I'm very, very passionate about, which is um, tattoo. I love tattooing and um, it's something that I've always since, I don't know, I think since the first time I saw someone getting a tattoo, I, 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 it got, I got like hooked into it. You know, it was, it was just like a, something that I said, you know what, this is something that I really like to watch, like to do, would love to learn. And talking about learning, uh, I have a very special guest today which is, he actually was a guy who taught me how to tattoo. So he's uh, an amazing guy, excellent tattoo artist from Mexico City. No, sorry, from Tijuana, actually. He's from TJ, from, 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 from the beautiful city of TJ in Mexico. He's a businessman. He has a lot of, a lot of ideas for tattooing. He has lots of years of uh, experience tattooing. And please, let's give it a clap to Mr. Joey Ibarra. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Joey. Well, first of all, um, just to, to let our, view, our viewers and listeners know, who is Joey Ibarra? Where is he? Because I already said where you're from, but no, that's not it. Who is Joey Ibarra? Well, that's kind of like a hard question because, I mean... I don't know, you know, I mean, uh, it's, it's actually really simple to answer. I'm a guy, I'm a pretty simple guy. I like, uh, tattooing people. I like spending time with my family, uh, pretty much doing art and living, enjoying life, you know, helping people, uh, making people understand that if they help other people, the, the world can be a, a better place, you know? And now we start singing, we are the world, we are the, not you. that's all right, that's pretty, that's a pretty cool way to introduce yourself. Um, how many years of experience do you have tattooing? Uh, well, actually, uh, it, it's October, October 10th, uh, I just, uh, accomplished 13 years in the business. 13 years in the business. Now... What made you said, you know what? Fuck it. I want to be a tattoo artist. This is what I want to do. What was what was the where did the decision started? All right. Uh, it's actually pretty pretty cool. I was uh, 14. I was uh, involved in pretty heavy stuff, you know. And the way that I escaped from gangs and uh, the streets and everything that's pretty much fucking up our generation was drawing and I wanted to not just paint or I don't know like graffiti walls or uh, I don't know like design stuff that can just disappear I wanted my art to stay so I found a way I mean you can put your art on people and that's living you know breathing walking art that interested me 
very much. That's why I started, and uh, at 13, no, 14 years old, I built my first tattoo gun and tattooed myself. <laughs> nice. Now, when you were saying you were doing bad stuff and all that, what, what, was this in, T, in TJ or, or or where did you start it, like this idea of, of doing tattooing? Well, um, it was pretty much in, in, in the States, in the U.S., when I was involved in uh, gang activity. Uh, but it wasn't my thing, you know. I never felt the, the aggression, the violence against your own people, against other people in general. Um, I wanted to, like, spread art or, I don't know, something that made people feel better, laugh, or or just feel good. That's that's pretty much nice. how it's... And and when, how old were you when you got your first tattoo? I was actually 14. Um, I saw a an ad for a commercial, actually for a new TV show that Barry was coming out. It was called Miami. I don't know if you guys remember that show. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, that blew my mind away. I mean, I saw the guys. I saw the art. I saw the the complexity of the of the art, how to tattoo skin, you know, not just paint or draw. It was it was pretty pretty interesting. Nice. And how many tattoos do you have in your own body? Uh well I lost count at 50. It's pretty hard to tell because I mean they mixed <laughs> up <laughs> they blended together so nice. Now um obviously uh Did you you practice to, to learn to draw and everything? Did you ever go to school or did you take art classes or something? Well, art classes I took when I was like an adult, you know. But when I was a teen, uh, I pretty much just uh, let it ride, you know. I, I started drawing in my classroom with the teacher with like teaching us shit. <laughs> But um, I started drawing, then I drew when I was on the bus, I drew people, I drew letters, I drew pretty much everything I could see, you know, to practice. That's pretty cool. And, uh, obviously, um, you, you already have your own business and everything. Where's your business located and what's it called? What, where, where did you, like, came up with the decision of, okay, I'm going to create a business and this is my business. Can you tell us a little bit of your business? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, well, first of all, it's located in uh, Guadalajara, Jalisco, that's in Mexico. Um, and it originated because me and three other guys started thinking about putting a tattoo studio. I mean, I already had the plans because uh, I was working in a in a call center, you know, a dead end job. Soulless, soul sucking job, and I never wanted to work for nobody. I was, oh, I was, I was born to, to, to create jobs, to, to enjoy my free time, and I think that was like the main goal or the main thing that pushed me, you know, to have my own time, to do my own stuff, and to pretty much work in doing what I love, you know. Nice. And um, what what's what, what is the name of your shop called? What's the name? Okay, uh, the name of my tattoo studio it's called Industrial Tattoo Group. Uh, you can find it like that in all my social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, 
And the well, yeah, that's the name. Industrial Tattoo Group. Nice. Is there a style of tattoo that you enjoy doing? Because how many stuff? Well, I think that this is the first question. How many types of tattoo do you know, or there are, and like to do? Okay. Uh, well, that's actually a pretty pretty good question. Um, when people ask me what style we do. I really don't know how to answer because uh, I study and I try to learn all the current art types that they are right now in the tattoo industry, but I cannot call them my, you know, my own. I dominate, I try to dominate uh, most of them, but I would not like classify myself or, or, or say that I I'm dedicated to just one style. What I try to do is mix techniques and mix textures and different sorts of tattooing to create my own uh, type of art. Uh, yeah, if a client comes in and says, hey, can you slap this traditional uh, American Eagle on me? I'll do it, yeah, perfect. But what I enjoy doing is uh, mixing You know, like art that's already there to try to create something new. That's really hard. Yes, it's actually really hard. That's why I cannot say that I dominate every art style of tattooing that there's currently right now in the, in the industry because, I mean, there's new people rising up every day. You know, they're creating their own style and, and, and I think that's awesome. So, uh, no, uh, a, a unique style that I dominate, I wouldn't say that I have my own style, but I like mixing techniques, textures, new. I, I, I like finding new ways to, to shape, to line, to color, to pack in solids, you know? Nice. And um, I think this is one of the biggest questions because uh, I live in a country, uh, as many people, uh, some of our listeners know, I live in New Zealand. New Zealand, the tattoo culture is pretty big. Like, You see cops, you see lawyers, you see dogs. Like, anybody has a tattoo. And even it's part of a traditional culture, which is called the, the, the Maori. And the, the, the tattoo, the traditional tattoo is called Tamoko. But in Mexico, is tattoo very common in Mexico? Or is it weird? Is it not cultural? Um, Well, actually, right now it's actually uh, pretty, pretty normal, pretty common now. I mean, there's still the stereotypical people, you know, they, they classify you as, oh my God, you got tattoos, you're like a bad person, you just came out from prison, which sometimes is true, you know. But I mean, it does not define you as a person. If you have tattoos, if you have your neck plastered, if you have your pants tattooed, even in cases if you have your face tattooed, uh, it doesn't make you a bad person. But I think here in Mexico. The people still think that way. I mean, it's it's like a, a, a lesser percentage of people that think that way, but I mean, there's still people that judge me. I don't think they, they're really open-minded as in you know, the other countries like the U.S., uh, Europe, uh, in, in New Zealand. I mean, you say that uh, cops, uh, firemen, doctors, I mean, they're tattooed. Here in Mexico, they're starting to get tattooed too, but... I think there's still that stigma, you know, about uh, being tattooed makes you like a delinquent, uh, bad person. I don't know, you know. Nice. Now I think uh, the 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 million dollar question. Um, is it a good business? Well, 
I don't look at it, to be honest, I don't look at it as a business. I look at it as something that gives me the time to do and the freedom to do what I want in my life. And it supports me, you know, it gives me money to eat, to, to clothe, to, to support my family. Um, but as a business, I don't look at it, at it that way because uh, then I'll just make it a business. You know, right now what I do, I actually have a different style of working than most of the tattoo studios here in Mexico. I usually don't make uh, clients. I don't see people that way, you know, with the money sign. I see people, you know, I see the people. They, they come in, they have a story, they want to... A reason they have a reason why they want to get that tattoo on their body and what I do is try to give them the best work that I can possibly do and I talk to them I, I actually empathize with them I make them my friends so that's I mean thank God that's what made my my business uh, flourish because I don't see it as a business you know I see it as a way of life that's pretty cool very deep very deep um i know everybody's been talking about covid and and what's been happening and all the situation um here in new zealand we had a closure everybody everything got closed and of course any any i think literally there was no tattoo shop open uh depending on the alert levels of 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 uh covid that we had I think they were only allowed to work on level one. I think it was just level one that they were allowed to work. What happens in Mexico? It, it's obviously COVID's pretty bad in Mexico in, in this moment. So, did you close your shop? Did you continue working? How do you work? How does it affect you? All right. Well, actually, that's a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good question because I mean, all over the world, this this uh, virus, this pandemic obviously has affected every every uh, type of business, you know? Um, but since we are not like a primordial type of business, I mean, it's not like a necessity, it pretty it pretty much uh, impacted the, the industry really, really hard because, uh, I mean, in, in New Zealand, for example, uh, they took the precautionary measures, the right precautionary measures at the right time. People are really conscious, you know? You, guys wear your face masks you, you pretty much try to avoid um, large groups of people but here in Mexico um, people didn't think that way and they pretty much we pretty much screwed ourselves uh, over because nobody took the right measures everybody thought ah this is gonna pass uh, they didn't take it seriously what was the consequence The consequence was that people lost their jobs because companies had to shut down or pretty much uh, reduce their productivity for, um, I don't know, like 50%. And what did that entitle? The loss of income for tattoo artists. We actually started, I actually started painting and trying to sell my paintings to, to, uh, to survive, <laughs> basically. Uh, I had a, like three or three tattoo studios working here in, in, in Guadalajara, but uh, I had to close two because uh, of the rents, the expenses. It wasn't like uh, giving me to, to, to pay that, you know. 
So yeah, it pretty much uh, impacted me in a, in a pretty severe way. But the good thing is that I have an amazing wife, and she made me see the glass half full. And that's why I kept, kept going and uh, offering spaces in my shop for tattoo artists to laugh. They, they actually lost their businesses. They had to close. And I felt empathy for those guys, you know, and I offered them spaces. And that's what made us go on, you know, providing the service. And, um, fuck, that sounds hard. Yeah, it is. Um... And obviously, we still don't know when this pandemic situation is going to be over. But let's say, in five years, how do you see tattoo industry? Or at least your tattoo industry in five years. How do you see it? Well, I mean, the tattoo industry in, ge in general, I mean, there's no stopping it. You know, there's artists coming up. Uh, they're really good. Uh, it's growing. People are, are developing new, new technology, tattoo guns, tat um, tattoo machines, tattoo needles, uh, inks, even uh, the, the the artists themselves. I mean, they're more creative. They they they, uh, they draw every day. They're, they're they're hungry, you know, to to be someone, to be up there in the names, you know. Yep. Uh, so I see I see it growing. I see those a true tattoo industry growing, but. Um, In like a slower rate, you know, because this this is affecting us pretty much uh, around the world. My own business, I mean, I I have a dream and and a goal, and when I have a goal, I never stop. You know, that's just me, the type of person that I am. So I'm not stopping, you know. <laughs> It's pretty cool. And uh, as you mentioned, there's a lot of um, upcoming artists and everything. In your opinion, because um, I don't know, I think all, all, all of a sudden, I think the, the, the last four years, all of a sudden, everybody's just doing tattoos. I don't know. I, I think I like I was looking at my Facebook page, and <laughs> and it shocked me how many people were doing. Even I started doing tattoos. So, um, you being an experienced tattoo artist, what do you think of all all of these people that just like all, all these new coming people starting? Uh, do you think that's going to affect the business in the future, or or, or you think everybody has a chance to to uh, and like an opportunity to to uh, have their own shop and everything? Well, well yeah, man. I, I think everybody deserves their own opportunity, and they they uh, they just have to prove themselves. Uh, it's basic Darwinism, you know, survival of the fittest. You have to keep working, uh, improving yourself, uh, nurturing your mind, uh, learning new techniques, drawing every day. If those artists that are coming up do that, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna pretty much uh, get far in the industry. But uh, I don't think it's 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 gonna affect the industry. I mean, there's. There's a saying here in Mexico, El Sol Sale Para Todos. Can you translate that? That means the sun comes up for everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I think there's going to be work for, for every type of person, every every sort of uh, uh, people. I mean, every um, every guy, girl in the world, I mean, they're going to find their tattoo artist based on their work, based on the person they are. 
so no, I'm not worried. I mean, it, I, I, on the contrary, I, I actually uh, try to help them. You know, if I think they have potential and they have the strive and the, the hunger to, to be someone in the, in the industry, I try to help them. Uh, I think this is actually something that's really con controversial because other tattoo artists with more experience, I mean, I'm not saying I'm the best tattoo artist in the world or the most experienced, but um, the, the, the big dogs, you know, the OGs, they try to uh, to motivate them to, to, to pretty much humiliate the newcoming artists because I, I personally think they're afraid, you know, like they're going to lose their job, they're going to lose their, their clients because they're good, you know, some people are good, I mean, you do yourself, my shop when you come here in Mexico, I mean, uh, you're a pretty awesome tattooer, dude. I mean, why deny you the chance or another person the chance to, to grow? You just have to keep doing it. Uh, I, on the contrary, I mean, I try to help them, you know? Nice. As you mentioned, the OGs and everything, do you uh, admire any tattoo artist? Uh, well, that's actually a pretty... Um, hard question to answer because I wouldn't use the word admire uh, I look or maybe follow or aspire or like like you really yeah. like their work or something oh yeah uh, I mean I basically like or work more with uh, black and gray shading technique and uh, I follow Bob Ty Tyrell that, was, that guy is like a master in portrait tattoos realism black and gray I like his technique, uh, the way he looks at the at his art. He's a pretty mellow guy, you know. He's he's not afraid of telling you, you know what? I, I tattoo like this, giving you tips. That's why I like the guy. Can you say his uh, name again? Bob Tyrell. Bob Tyrell. All right. Yeah, that guy. He's a pretty 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 awesome tattoo artist. Uh, I follow his work, but uh, basically, I follow a lot of people to see their work and see how they're. Uh, innovating in the industry but I try to develop my own style you know as I said before I like to develop and learn at my own pace because this industry dude I mean you yourself you should know it's really competitive and people are pretty much assholes uh, they'll try to instead of giving you good tips they'll tell you something to do on another person's skin so you can pretty much ruin your, your tattoo so I don't I don't base my my knowledge on people I just uh, try to experiment my in my own time I like to I actually don't like to go to tattoo expos I went to a couple of them and uh, before back in the day they were pretty good they were basically a convention where tattoo artists uh, got together and they shared uh, techniques they shared knowledge they actually motivated one another but now it's just like uh Like a lot of people just dissing themselves, you know, talking down, talking trash. And I'm not all about that. I just, uh, I don't like that vibe. So I try to learn at my own pace, at my own rate. Of course, I follow people, but I don't admire them because most of the people right now in the industry, the, the higher names are pretty much, uh, they don't think the way I do. And uh, I like Bob Tyrell's work. And I like the way he thinks because he actually tries to help people out. He uh, gives his uh, his techniques out 
he shares his knowledge he helps people so that's why i like that guy i like uh chris garver he's a pretty reserved guy he, he works in uh he works a lot of uh, traditional japanese tattoos follow that guy he's, he's awesome uh oliver peck he actually does traditional tattoo work too here in mexico uh there's a lot of good tattoo artists but they don't have that fame you know that um, exposure that those americans do because our country is not as developed as the u.s you know so but it's funny that a lot of like mexican-american tattoo artists from the states are really really famous right yeah i mean well the, there's a lot of people that are, are uh, like mr mr cartoon uh indio reyes Uh, there's a lot of guys that are uh, famous uh, here in Mexico and in the U.S. But I mean, those guys are OGs, as I said. They've been they've been tattooing for like 40, 30 years, and uh, I mean, they've worked hard. You know, they, they've built their names. Would you see yourself as one of the OGs in the future? Well, I mean, I'm gonna tattoo you know <laughs> as long as I can, uh, as long as my body lets me. But um, I don't see myself as one of them because I think some of them are pretty pretentious, you know. They think they're like all that. They are, which they are. I'm mean, not missing nobody. But I don't think you should credit yourself for the work that you do. I think that's what makes you an artist. You put your work out there and people make you the person you are, not you, you know. Yeah, pretty cool. Now, um, changing a little bit of the, the, changing the topic a little bit. Uh, as you mentioned, you have many tattoos. Is there a place where you not get a tattoo in your body? Uh, the face, definitely. I would never tattoo my face. <laughs> Why is that? Because right now, uh, like these new kids, the new millennials, uh, and then the new generations are getting a lot of face tattoos. Have you done a face tattoo? Yeah, I've done uh, pretty much a lot of face tattoos, but I usually do them to people that are pretty heavily tattooed because they know, you know, they already know about the, the this type of world. But I'm not going to tattoo, uh, you know, like a 16-year-old kid that comes into my shop and he wants me to slap something on his face just because he wants to look tough or something. I'm not going to ruin his life. Uh, I try to talk to them and, and try to, like, develop an idea and something, but... Uh, just like guide them, you know, like wait. <laughs> even even if they want to pay. Uh, well, as I say, I mean, I don't look at my business. I think that, thank God, that's why uh, I've been thriving because I don't look at my business as a business business. I like to educate people as much as I've been educated. So uh, that pretty much helps me to gain the reputation as an ethical tattoo artist. You know, I mean, I don't do it for the money because I mean, a kid can come in. You know what? I'll give you. 5,000 pesos and tattoo my face. I'm not gonna do it because uh, that's not worth ruining his life, you know? Amazing. Pretty cool. Um, <laughs> what's the weirdest tattoo you've ever done? The weirdest? Uh, well, there have been, <laughs> there have been some tattoos that were weird, but I think the weirdest in back in 2014, I was tattooing in Cancun, and there was this uh, this American. He uh, he wanted me to tattoo 
a like the ET character from the movie ET. Yep. With with a beer in his hand, like like holding it out, like saying cheers. <laughs> and the yeah. weirdest location. Ah, uh, weirdest location. Oh, well, not not like, common location. Not common location. Well, here in Mexico, since people are really really uh, like not open-minded, I think the weird location that I could tell you would be general areas, but uh, that's because I don't do them that much, that frequently, because it's, it's, people are not that open-minded, but I know in, in, in other countries, that's like not weird, it's pretty, fairly common. So here, in my case, I think uh, general areas, yeah. Pretty cool. Um, what is the, now going as a tattoo artist, what is the thing that you hate the most on a customer? I know you love everybody, and and we we already you already explained to us that that you you become Barney when you're tattooing, but uh, but, but what is it? Give, give us give us a give us a, some 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 sauce, you know? Give us the sauce. What do you hate in a customer, or or you know a, a bitchy customer, or whatever? What, what do you hate? Well, um, I have my dark side too, you know, I mean, I'm not all rainbows and butterflies. I mean, if a customer comes in and he's asking me to design something for him and then he starts being all stingy and stuff and for, uh, like, uh, discounts and saying like, hey, you know what, this is like the most common thing we get here in Mexico, like. Uh, give me a good price because I know a lot of people and I'll bring you a lot of customers. That's like the, I hear that like 10 times a day, you know? I hate that because I think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not out there looking for them, you know? They come to my studio because they look at my work and they want to get something uh, done by me. So I think, uh, I'm not going to go to a mechanic and be like, hey, can you fix my car and says yes and then I'm gonna start saying like hey what's the what's the cheapest you can get give it to me because it's my car it, it, it brings me and takes me everywhere you know I, I'm gonna invest in it so if it's your body why are you gonna you know why are you gonna ask for discounts so I hate that the most because it's actually pretty insulting to to us like tattoo artists because um well you yourself I mean you know the, the equipment is not it's not cheap uh, the, the, the ways of learning, it's not cheap. If you want to learn something about shading or color or packing in solids, you have to pay to go to a seminar, right? Yep. And they're not, they're not cheap and, uh, you have to pay for all that knowledge. So somebody can come in to your shop and, and bargain for it. That's, that's what pretty much grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. That, yeah, that, and when they bring kids on. Oh, Man, I hate when they bring kids because they're running around in the studio and, and uh, knocking over shit. And if they break something, they never want to pay. You know, they never want to pay. They're like, "Oh, he's a little kid. Come on, give him a break." But uh, that's pretty annoying. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, do you think tattoo is gonna evolve, or has it reached its peak? Oh, no, man, I think it's 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 going to evolve. It's, it's evolving as we speak, and it's going to keep evolving. I mean, we've found uh, mummies, like, five, five, dating 5,000 years back with tattoos on their skin. 
and uh, we're gonna be those fucking monkeys in the future, I don't know, and I don't think it's gonna be, I mean, art cannot be extinguished, you know, it's, it's, it's always gonna be around, uh, we've been doing this for thousands of years, uh, I don't think it's gonna go anywhere soon. Do you think, obviously, this is a little bit more like a kind of like a f futuristic kind of question, but yeah. I don't know if you've seen those kind of movies where they have like those printers that they tattoo and that kind of stuff. Uh, have you seen those kind of movies? I saw, I remember I saw a movie, I, I don't know, I can't remember the name of the freaking movie, but uh, the girl gets like a, like, they, they put like a, like a pass or something like, like a plastic on top of her and then the machine just like kind of like prints on her and she gets a tattoo yeah, i remember that movie. i don't remember the name but i remember that scene uh you think that would something like that would ever like would happen in the future uh, i think yeah technically everything's possible you know but like artistically speaking i don't think a machine a machine can probably do an exact replica of what you want but it's not gonna have heart or feeling or or you're not gonna re remember that experience because it's just like going to I don't know like what like get your shit printed in an office depot you know it's not something that you're gonna remember uh, as you're gonna remember a tattoo by done by uh, human being which comes to my second question how do you feel about those cliche tattoos that everybody has you know the the infinity the feathers the 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 birds the tree uh, how do you feel about doing them the are you tired of them do you you're like some chick i don't know i'm not i don't want to sound like macho stereotype but imagine this stephanie arrives and she's like oh i want to get my the most unique tattoo with a infinity with some birds flying away and, and a feather And then, and you're like, Jesus fucking, that's the same tattoo I did, like, you know. Um, how do you feel about those tattoos that are, you know, that it's it's like those, I call, in my, I call them beach tattoos. You know, because it's, it's beach tattoos. No, 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 not bitch, beach tattoo. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you know, because, yeah, okay. yeah, well, yeah. for, for the people listening, you're like, what the hell is a beach tattoo? In Mexico, they're very common. That you you go to the beach and there, there there's a lot of people selling stuff on the beaches, right? They sell food, they sell I don't know things like that. They're harassing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're harassing you, and, and uh, they do um, they do like I don't know if is it is it henna is it is, is, is yeah I think so right it's, I think it's it's henna or or, or Or I saw one guy doing it with a pen, like literally doing it with a pen, one time on the beach. But yeah. there, they have those tattoos, you know. How do you feel about those kind of tattoos? Well, I mean, uh, I'm nobody to judge. It is kind of like frustrating artistically that uh, you get book your your whole week, and uh, they're pretty much small tattoos some, most of the time. Uh, when people actually look at your work and look at what you can create, they can actually uh, open their minds, you know, and, and, uh, and get an, uh, an actually good piece, a big piece, an original piece, not copying everybody and being like cheap, you know. That's what I try to do when people come in and ask me for those stereotypical tattoos. But uh, most of them are pretty uh, stubborn, and they're like, they're like, nah, I want this, I want the infinite tattoo. 
or the feather or the aroma or stuff like that, you know? Have you heard about this? I don't know what's uh, her name, but she's very famous on tattoos. But she wants to put like a copperjit on, on, on tattoos. Would you agree on getting a copperjit on tattoos? Uh, copy, a copy, a copyright? copyright, sorry, copyright, copyright, yeah. Copyright. Uh, well, I don't think you can copyright your your art because um, it's it's. I mean, being frank, being honest, having you been inspired by other tattoo artists. I mean, you look at a piece like a neo traditional tattoo, you're like, oh, that shit's awesome. I want to make something like that. But you get inspired by by that, and I don't know. You, Grab some of the, the the essence of that tattoo and then transform it to something that's yours. If you do that, uh, technically they're gonna say that you're like stealing their idea or basing it on them. So uh, probably it's it's gonna be done because human beings are like that. But um, I think it's way way in the future, and I don't think that's a good thing because art is art is something that should be shared free. Um, it, it should inspire people to create, you know. And most of the tattoo artists that are beginning, I actually encourage them to copy, copy, get better, copy, copy, so you can develop the strength to create. Because every ask any photographer, illustrator, uh, painter, anything. I mean, they they base the work on something they saw. I mean, and I don't think that's copying. I think that's that's actually a pain like uh, respects to the other artists you know I don't think when people copy my tattoos I don't get mad actually I, I get flattered you know and uh, I had a question I was Jesus Christ I, <laughs> I lost <laughs> yeah I, I, I was thinking about it <laughs> about the yeah about the beach tattoos um Oh, I, I think that this is something that uh, everybody, it's kind of like, because I know a lot of people that want to get a tattoo and they're afraid of the pain and, 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 and they, they always ask you, where does it hurt? Uh, where does it hurt less? Can I get a tattoo there? Blah, 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 blah. Um, do you think that they will in the future come up with something that will avoid the pain completely? Uh, well, definitely. I mean, I think they're they're actually doing it right now. Uh, they're developing technology to to make uh, less strain on the skin, so it hurts less. But I don't think it's going to be eradicated in full because you're going to take away from the experience, you know, of getting tattooed. If you take away the pain, then everybody's going to be tattooed, you know. It, it's going to be like a common thing. Uh, I think it, it, it's like a plus, like a value to to experience the pain, to experience that. Um, that process, you know, it's pretty spiritual. If you ask me, I don't know. I mean, you, when you when you tattoo your customers, they want that tattoo so badly because I don't know. Probably they lost a family member. Uh, they want to carry them with them all the time, so they suffer or they 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 battle through that pain. So if you take away that, I think you're taking away from from the essence of the experience, from the spiritual part of the tattoo. Um, or they just fucking love Spongebob yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's well, true that's true I, I personally I love the pain like I really cause 
because uh, not not being as a tattoo artist, they say that because I said the other, I said that to a, a customer one time. I said, "Oh, I love the paint." He's like, "Yeah, well, you're the tattoo artist." And I, no, no, no. Like when I get the tattoo on myself, I like to feel that pain because obviously it's gonna eventually once it finishes, it's gonna fade away. It's gonna go away, but. The, like you said, like the process of, of feeling that pain and then looking how much it costs you to get to get it in your skin, you know, not not the not the money, but just getting it in your skin, and and, and I think it's just yeah, it's, it's very joyful. Yeah, yeah, that's the spiritual part that I'm talking about. I mean, if you take away that from the tattoo, then pretty much you're, you're ripping it or you're, you're stripping it from from their, its essence. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I agree in pretty much when when there's people with a high tolerance for pain, there's people with a low tolerance for pain. I agree in, in developing like ointments or or even tattoo machines that uh, cause less stress on the skin, so it hurts less. But I mean, I still think you have to feel it, you know, to 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 deserve it, to have it on your body, because uh, in in your country where where you're living at right now, uh, I think it's really spiritual, you know, to get like a, a tattoo on your body, you know. So so I think you shouldn't take away that part of the tattoo. Yeah. And in saying that, who handles more of the pain, girls or guys? Ah, uh, definitely girls. Girls are like they're they're monsters, man. I mean, they don't even flinch, you know. Uh, I remember when I got my neck tattoo. I was the first line I felt on my neck. I was like, "What the fuck did I do? <laughs> What am I doing?" And I had to fight through it, you know, because I wasn't gonna be with like a line on my neck and try to explain to everybody that I couldn't see through the pain. Uh, but when I tattooed a girl, I did like a butterfly on her neck. She didn't even flinch. I mean, she was like normal. And I remember I had to drink like fucking five, forty ounces, <laughs> and she just sat through it like a champ. She took the pain. Nice, 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 nice. But <laughs> what do you think with your experience? I mean, you've tattooed girls too, right? Um. Uh, uh, I, I'm not allowed to tattoo girls. My wife doesn't let me. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> well, I, I have to tell you one thing. This is something really cool about this. Uh, living in a country that tattoos are such a cultural aspect of, of, of the country. Um, one of my biggest customers, he's half Samoan, half Tongan. Uh, but he was born and raised in New Zealand. And I've never seen him not even flinch. You know, he's he's like, oh, you're done? All right, let's go. But he has a traditional Samoan tattoo, which is called the Tatao. And literally that tattoo, you get your asshole tattooed. Ouch. <laughs> and under your balls, that, that little skin between your balls and your asshole gets tattooed. As well, and your belly button gets tattooed, and that's the last part of the tattoo. That's if you see a person with a tattoo, a tattoo, that's the actual name, and they don't have the belly button tattooed, it means that they didn't finish it, and it's a disgrace for the culture and blah 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 blah. But 
he said <laughs> they use the he did it with the traditional tools. So it was a fucking whalebone and a hammer. You know, like, just like, like the Japanese style, like, like yeah. the body. So that's how he did it, and they do the whole. He it's from the knees all the way to the belly button. Oh, that's gnarly. Yeah, everything like his cheeks, <laughs> his uh, everything gets tattooed, and literally the guy who's learning from the from the guy who does the tattoo opens your asshole. So the other guy goes with the fucking hammer and the and the needle and just quack 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 quack. But here's where it gets crazy. This is where it gets that like it gets yeah. I, I, I was I when when he was telling me the story, I was like Jesus fucking Christ. You can't cry. You're not allowed to cry. You're not allowed to move. You're not allowed to flinch. And you're not allowed. To ask for a break. What? That's how the like. That's how the original original tattoo guys did it in the islands. Like this is this is obviously right now there are people who take breaks and they do it with the machine and this and that, right? But yeah, but the traditional original first tattoo. And he was telling me that the first time that he was, you know, when they were going under his fucking, you know, under his balls. Giving him the, the the tattoo, he flinched because it's it's a reaction, you know. You're like fuck. Even even if, sometimes even when you when you when you sit on on something that it's too sharp, you're like, oh Jesus Christ, so, whoa, hello, daddy, and 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 he said that he did that, and the tattoo guy with the hammer slapped him in the head. What? And he said, don't fucking move. Oh and, my God. and the tattoo takes around a week to get over. So he oh. finishes a part, goes home, sleeps, comes back, comes back the next day, continue with the tattoo, goes home because they do it on the floor. They don't do it on a on a bed. It's literally done on the floor. So they have like oh. a they have a, a mat on the floor, and the guy does it on the floor. Let me ask you this: How much did they charge the guy? I think he paid like five grand. Five grand dollars. Dollars. Well, that's pretty, pretty, pretty hardcore. You know, I mean, well, I mean, it's a, it's a traditional, it's a tradition, right? It's a tradition there in, in New Zealand. But uh, I think that's pretty gruesome, pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, and pretty. he. He went to 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 get it in Samoa, so, so the the tattoo was in Samoa with the Samoan artist. Like literally, he was getting the the what his ancestors did. You know, like it was it was like uh, I don't like uh, Maui got his tattoos. You know, <laughs> like it was it was that that really 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 how um, the culture is kind of thing. And and I was like Jesus Christ, and and, and he said so. After me getting that kind of tattoo, you giving me a rose on my neck or, or, or doing a, a letter on my hand, it's nothing. Because I was always really amazed how he never, you know, uh, never, never, ever flinched, nothing, nothing, he, he wouldn't be bothered. Uh, I said, like, full body suit? 
Say that again. Is it like a full body suit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. Have you ever got your your your, your butt tattooed? <laughs> no? no. I'll never. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> I think there's some some areas that God said you're not supposed to touch this area of your body. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Ask one. I would not like to touch one. Nah, but I think it's 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 really insane. And 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 going back to the to the tattoos as well, the Maori, which is another culture, because there's the Samoans and Tongans, each have their own tattoos. There are different styles: Samoan tattoos, um, Maori, and even uh, Rotorua, which is uh, sorry, uh, Cook Islands, which is another country. It's another kind of tattoo style and everything. And the Mori have a very cool tattoo, which is called the Tamoko. For guys, is face or full face. And for girls, is the lips and the chin. So girls get tattooed the lips and the chin. And this is where it gets really crazy. Obviously, you can go to any part of the world and get that tattoo. But here in New Zealand, if you want to get a tattoo like that, you need to be or have some or at least a little bit in your blood of Mauriko. Like, you can't get a tattoo like that if you don't have Mauri blood. Like, if you're a foreigner and you want to get that, you can't. Nah, no one will do it to you. So you look, you, you actually pretty look like, uh, pretty much you look like a uh, Samoan, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. If you go to a guy and you're like, "Hey, I want to get that tattooed on me," will he, he do it on you? He's gonna ask me who's my grandfather, who's my father, where was I born? They call him Iwi, which is your ancestry. Oh, so they track your lineage. Yeah, and then your tattoo is based on that. All right, that's how they. Actually, it's, this is pretty interesting because I remember <clears throat> I did uh, it was a Polynesian tattoo, and I put it up on my social media. I remember you, you actually corrected me on that because you, you have a lot of knowledge of the subject, and you told me that that type of tattoo that I did was actually a, a Maori or something like that. And and this is actually a pretty pretty nice point that I want to touch right now because. Uh, Going back on the on the OGs, the tattoo artists that are pretty much uh, well known now, they will never, ever, ever accept uh, that they're wrong or they're uh, or take advice from somebody that's up and coming, you know. And I think that's like retarded because you're never gonna learn or you're never gonna correct your mistakes. So I try to keep an open mind and uh, learn, learn, and learn. You can always learn anything about. It anything and you can learn it from everyone you know yeah uh, how long have you been tattooing bro three years three years right you've been tattooing for three years and well I remember when this this year i haven't done much work to be honest with the covid thing I haven't had the chance because literally here everybody took really serious even even i would tell them hey uh i'm free come like literally i would tell them like like there's because we were not working we were you know and they would say nah sorry 
Like, That's called being responsible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was I was being the irresponsible one, but but. Yeah, people were. Uh, that, uh, that's why I haven't had the chance to to do tattoos this or, year. Or, but I don't, I don't think people were being irresponsible because I think tattoo artists were already ready and prepared uh, for the COVID virus. Because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we, we are always take uh, preventive measures, you know, like hygienic measures to avoid any type of uh, bacteria or. Or cross contamination from mind to mind, so you actually eliminate the possibility of uh, getting the, the virus uh, naturally, you know, by the standard work that you do. Yeah. So I think if you're like an ethical tattoo artist and you follow that through to the letter, you're not actually being irresponsible. You're being a responsible tattoo artist. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I think this is this has been very, very, very enriching and a very uh, wonderful learning and and interesting talk. I've all I I, I always tell because people ask me why do you like so much like you're not because I remember there's a guy very famous uh, here in in um, I think he's in Australia or, or I don't know where he's from. But he's all tattooed, like even his eyeballs and everything, and he's like completely tattooed and covered and blah blah blah. And um, my wife was telling me, "But look at that guy, you know, he looks he looks like the devil itself, you know, and blah blah blah." And he was just, she was just um, not judging the guy, but but she was just like disgusted about you know that uh, getting that tattoo in. in in that sort of way, you know, not, she's not against tattoos, but she was like, look at this guy, he completely did transform himself, like in Guadalajara, we have the vampire lady, right, the the, 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 the vampire girl that get, has yeah. a lot of tattoos, and then I told her, well, I think that's what I love about tattoos, that you're born with a lot of, like, everybody's unique, exactly. but a tattoo... It's not that you're gonna be more unique, but it, it gives you that sense of, of of difference for yourself, not for everybody, not for the rest of the world, but for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah. that's what I like. Like 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 anybody can have a tattoo, but what it means? Like I'm pretty sure you have tattoos that are very very meaningful, and then you have a, a tattoo that is really just. I, I was bored and I decided to tattoo it myself. And that's something yeah. that happens all the time. But still, even even though you had a very stupid tattoo, you remember of that stupid tattoo, of the stupid situation, about the stupid decision, of the stupid... So, I think that's what I really, really like uh, about tattooing, you know? Because it, it, it has a story behind it. Doesn't matter where you are, doesn't matter what you do, doesn't matter what you get, even if you get a beach tattoo... <laughs> it's still you know it still has a story for you you know and, and, and that's what's what makes it unique exactly bro. and that's what we do you know that's what I'm talking about the experience you, you make that connection with your client and that's what's beautiful about our our work awesome now can you please uh, share again the name of your Instagram account Facebook everything so people can start following you and check out your work And why not even get a tattoo with you? Yeah, of course, man. Uh, pleasure. It's uh, in Facebook, I'm as Industrial Tattoo Group. Uh, Instagram, Industrial Tattoo Group. My personal pages are Joey Ibarra Tattoos. And, uh, well, I don't 
<laughs> nice. Follow him. Check. I'm gonna actually gonna uh, write the links of his uh, work and everything on the on the post, so you can actually check it. Um, go follow him. Check his work. Support. Support local artists, not just tattoo artists. Support any kind of artist. You know, there's a reason why this pandemic was not so boring, and it it was because people were doing artist stuff. You know. There were people doing drawings, there were people doing uh, filming, they were doing podcasting, they were doing videos, they were doing this. That's why TikTok became so famous, you know. And even in TikTok, you can see a lot of guys doing drawings and tattoos and this and that. So go support anybody that does something with art. Don't let it die. Um, Joey Barra, one more time, his name. Thank you very much. Let's give him a big clap and a cheering. Yeah. And for our next podcast show, um, we'll try to have something a little bit more uh, political. I want to get political for our next podcast in English. So, uh, plus it's election time in the States and New Zealand as well. So, it's going to be quite interesting. So, thank you so much. Have yourselves a lovely night, day, and morning. This was the podcast of Ed Rivera. Thank you so much. See you till next time.